Hello and welcome to the Bears and Lions podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to reach your greatest future by doing whatever it takes. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you hit that like and subscribe button. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure that you follow and share this podcast with a friend. That would be really cool. If you want to find me on socials, you can find me on X, which is formerly known as Twitter, and TikTok at Kyle Vott. That's K-Y-L-E-V as in Victor A-T-T. And I'm on threads and Instagram at Kyle underscore Vought. I really hope you enjoy this conversation. We're barreling through and forward almost to 2024. I hope you enjoy. I'll see you on the other side. As we jump into this conversation, I've started a new job. That's why I moved up to Baltimore. And it's not one of those jobs where you just jump in and you have a little bit of training and you get to work. Uh, right away there is a lot of behind the scenes stuff that takes place first and it's it's a lot it's actually like way more than I could have imagined which only makes me more excited um, because there's a there's an aspect of it where it's like this is definitely a job that not everybody can do um, which is even more exciting that they chose me for this position so I believe uh, I will be able to do it with the proper training um, and it's also, there's just a, a lot of unique things that are around it. So today and yesterday, I have really kind of been in the core beginnings of it, getting all of my expectations of what I'm expected, um, how I should handle myself, including like like what is to come down the road for the position. And one of the things that I've found myself uh, kind of, being reiterated with is I'm going to do whatever it takes to succeed in this position because not only is it a great job and a great opportunity, the people here, the team is incredible. Um, and I, I legitimately, I've never felt more welcome on a team. I've never felt more a part of a team and I've never felt like I've found my people where everybody in this job have uh, different personalities, but they're similar mindsets and how they reach that. So the first thing that I wanted to talk to you about reaching your greatest future is how do you determine what you actually want and how do you determine what it would take to get it? Because I, I do hear it a lot. Uh, whatever it takes, that's what we're going to do. There's songs about it. Uh, I It was used in the Avengers movies, right? Whatever it takes. I, and it, it's this mentality of, I will do whatever it takes to get whatever I need to get done. And, and the question is, what exactly do you want in life? So what do you want your life to look like five years from now? Um, or even 10 years from now, right? Like if you have a mentality of, I want my life to be this, I want to be able to afford a house. I want to be able to afford a spouse. I want to be able to afford a family. Um, some people are not worried about having a kid uh, or, or kids in general, and that's okay. But do you want to be in a different career? Do you want to have uh, a different um, financial situation? Do you want to be able to maybe own that car, your dream car? Uh, whatever that might be, it's going to look a little bit different for everybody. But the question that's really helped me is, in what what am I doing right now? Is what I'm doing right now helping, prolonging, or hurting my greatest future? And if you can determine what you're doing right now, 
if it's helping your future, keep doing that because that that is going to help. If it's prolonging your future, understand this this would be something like this. If you are in debt and you are using your credit card still, you're prolonging that debt payoff. Uh, you may be paying things off, but you're prolonging that debt payoff. If you are uh, trying to save up to buy a car and you're putting 150 bucks away every month to be able to eventually buy a car, but then you spend $75 of that on like going out on a fun weekend, you still saved $75, but you specifically dipped into that extra little bit you're prolonging the ability to buy your your car by doing something today that's impacting that um, and then hurting are you hurting your future are you hurting your dreams and this comes down to uh something along the lines that i would just say is anything that is damaging you that would be completely non-necessary so for instance um, drugs and alcohol. I, I understand that some people have, um, medical marijuana and things like that. That's not what I'm talking about. Please don't think that I'm saying that, but if it's coming down to like, Hey, I really like going to the movies three times a month and I'm in debt and I need to pay this stuff off. You might need to stop that. It's hurting you at this point. You need to, to, to stop. Or maybe it's something where you're like, I just love eating food and you find yourself overweight, unhappy, unable to sleep well because of the uh, weight issues with the higher risk of like diabetes and other um, health-related issues that come with weight, that may be something where you're hurting your future. Like you need to make steps and choose steps today where it's like, okay, I'm not going to, you know, order that. I'm not going to go out to eat five times a week. Instead, I'm going to make something light for five days a week and then i can go out one day a week um you need to find things that you're able to cut out of your life and maybe it is and this happens occasionally sometimes it does happen where there's a a friend or a friend group that you have to let go of and say look every time i'm around you i make bad decisions that hurt my future this is where i want to be i can't be around you anymore it's not that i don't love you it's that every time i'm around you i make bad decisions don't put the blame on them put the blame on you and make sure that you remove yourself from that equation as respectfully as possible. And what I've realized is there are a lot of different times in my life where I've had to do this, where it's like, I want change. I know that I should change. I know that it could be different, but I don't want to make those extra steps because I don't want to deal with it. Maybe I don't want to deal with a difficult conversation. Maybe I don't want to uh, give up ranch <laughs> maybe i don't want to give up pizza or ice cream maybe i don't want to give up all the things that i need to give up for me it's like peanut butter peanut butter is like i i love peanut butter it's so amazing um you can have it on so many different things um i was just talking with a friend peanut butter and jelly like i'm i'm down like i love jellies and jams but there there comes a point where if i eat too much peanut butter it's going to affect me and you have to choose that Albert Einstein once said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And I think everyone says that they'll do whatever it takes until it actually costs them something that they don't want to let go of. And they, and it comes down to, you can't change. You can't want change 
and then pretend that doing the exact same thing that you've been doing will get you that change. And, and it's very hard because you have to come to the conclusion that I have to change. You have to take ownership of it. And we'll talk about ownership in probably the next podcast um, because there is a, a value of agency and being able to take ownership of everything about you that you can control. The second part of finding your future and, and your greatest future and reaching that and determining things that impact you today, uh, one, one of this is I, I just, I, I'm all for work-life balance. I really am. There, over the last few years, there's been a multitude of tools and protocols that have come along um, and been created to kind of help with burnout. I, I've dealt with burnout before and I've used some of the protocols um, for like sleep. I've used some of the protocols for food and, and um, you know, exercise and stuff. But one of the things that I have continuously seen is that a lot of these programs or a lot of these uh, tools to help work-life balance usually revolve around burnout and they usually revolve around minimizing work. Uh, because you can't be overwhelmed. But then I go through other things in my life that are completely contradictory to that. And if you've ever experienced something that you're super passionate about, I remember when I first started learning how to play the guitar, I could legitimately play it for nine hours a day. I had blisters and um, cut up fingers from trying to learn chords, but I was so excited and in love with it. And it was just so much fun to do something new and for it to click. And it was clicking with me and I was really enjoying it. And I, I've gone through these moments in my life and maybe you have as well, where it's like you can you lose track of time when you're doing something that you're passionate about. So if you're passionate about it, where does the burnout come from? I think the it, there isn't burnout. When you're doing something that you just downright love, you can do it all day, every day and enjoy it. And the, the way that I would look at it is, what is something that you absolutely love and adore? And could you see yourself doing that every single day? The other side of it is I've experienced on the, the flip side, there are moments in my life where I've had really difficult times, right? And, and it was quite literally life and death with uh, my mom was in the hospital and I didn't care about my job. I didn't care about you know, what was going on, it was, it was life and death. So whatever it took, I was going to get to the hospital. Um, thankfully, you know, I had friends and people in my job that were very understanding, but if you were told, no, you can't do that, then you will find a way you'll find a way to get there. You'll find a way to be there. Um, there's also the other incentive is if somebody offered you, uh, like a million dollars to stay up, you know, people talk about, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't stay up and, and this and that. But if somebody offered you a million dollars to stay up and stay awake for 36 hours, which is doable, this isn't something that's impossible. And this isn't something that will, um, completely ruin you, right? I'm not talking about doing irresponsible things. However, if it's within your power and ability to do it, if someone offered you a million dollars to stay up, and stay awake for 36 hours straight, my guess is you would find a way. Uh, you would find a way to stay awake, pounding coffee, Red Bulls, energy drinks, calling people 
uh, across the world. Whatever it took, you would find a way to do it. And what I've realized is that, that most of the protocols, right? Most of the protocols, most of the tools for, to help with burnout, it, it, it's to help where you don't burn the candle at both ends, but with the right incentive, most people will gladly torch that candle in order to reach something of high value. Because if we viewed our future as non-negotiable, right, it is the highest value in our life, then it would be so much easier to say no to the things that don't benefit our future. And it would be so easy to wake up, get to work early, stay late and find a way to make it happen. Like that's the reality is right now, most people don't view their future as non-negotiable number one. They view their present as non-negotiable number one. I'm going to have the best time that I could ever imagine right now. YOLO, you only live once. So I'm going to enjoy it while I've got it. But then two years down the road, they're doing the same thing. And everybody else is growing older and you look around and say, huh, maybe I shouldn't be so focused on what I'm doing in the present. Maybe I should start doing things right now to set up my future because you cannot do the same thing and expect a different result. That's just part of it. And and in this new role and this new position that I'm working it's it's really it's just exciting to me and i was listening to the podcast uh the game with alex hormozy it's alex hormozy's podcast the other day i was listening to him and he said something that just hit me and i was like this is my theme for 2024 this is going to be my theme for all of 2024 because i have a long road of training ahead of me but he was talking about doing the hard work um, and burning the candle at both ends. And he was like, it's not going to kill you to stay up late and wake up early. It, it, it's not going to kill you. Because when all is said and done, he said, I will do what is required. I will do what is required. And that is my theme. Because I will do what is required in order to be an expert at my new job, in order to be confident at my new job, in order to be somebody who is um, humble and connected and encouraging and helpful, the best teammate that I can be. I will do whatever it takes in order to be somebody that brings so much value to not just the team and myself, but to everybody around me. I want to bring that energy. And that may mean that I have to stop certain things, right? I may have to wake up earlier to maintain a physical fitness and go to the gym. That's fine. I'll do whatever it takes. Do I need to spend less time on things that don't matter? Done. I, I don't need to you know, play video games. I don't need to watch movies or anything. I I'll even cut out uh, a certain amount of sports, not all sports. Cause I'm like super, I'm in love with sports, but if I need to, in order to reach this, then that is the whole process is it's sacrificing things that don't necessarily matter because they're in the way of number one. The future is number one. 
And this new job, I will do whatever it takes to thrive in it. I don't want to just survive. I'm going to thrive in it. And, and I'm going to learn. I'm going to jump through whatever hoops I need to because it's whatever is required of me, right? I will do whatever is required because I'm going to work and get there. I want to stack undeniable proof that I am exactly who I say I am. And this is the year that I'm going to do it. So you guys get to come along for the ride because I this is all just going to be track records. This is episode 40. We've been consistent through the episodes, even with a move, which is awesome. And I'm super encouraged by that, um, including some awkward computer stuff when I first moved. And we'll see if this podcast episode gets uh, taken care of in the same fashion. But through 2024, all of you are going to be witnesses of the fact that I will do exactly what I know I can do. Now, I might not always be able to complete everything that I really hope for and want, but that's part of life. But I will keep myself accountable with you um, and through you and through this podcast in sharing my story and exactly how it goes. And I'm super excited. I'm going to document as much as I can and share with you all as much as I absolutely can. That's going to do it for this conversation. I can't wait for 2024. I hope that this encourages you to do whatever it takes. Do what is required in your life in order to reach your greatest future. If you want to follow me on my social media, you can find me on X, which is formerly known as Twitter, and TikTok at Kyle Vaught. That's V as in Victor ATT. You can find me on Instagram and threads at Kyle underscore Vaught, V as in Victor ATT. And then if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you hit that like and subscribe button and share this with a friend. I appreciate that. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I appreciate you more than you can actually know. I love listening uh, to podcasts all the time. So I do it all the time. Make sure that you uh, share this podcast with a friend and set up 2024 where you will do whatever it takes. For everybody, I hope you have a wonderful week, a wonderful weekend. Remember to give grace, show love, and as always, stay stellar. Peace.